tide is turning, my friend. It is turning like never before. I'm not a prophet, but I can prophesy. And I can tell you and declare to you that the world is changing. I've lived long enough and enough decades to tell you the world is changing. And Christianity is not so much smiled upon this quaint, nice little place to be in. But Christianity is now being viewed, you know, evangelical, spirit-filled, tongue-talking, believing Jesus Christ, believing in the power and in the unadulterated word of God is rebellion nowadays. And we're being seen as as doing so now I I could go down that trail you know Christians are not being viewed very well today they're not but they weren't also during the early church in early church did you know that they were accused of being cannibals that in the Rome in Rome they accused them as being cannibals that that was the one accusation among several that caused Nero to persecute the Christians and bring about such outcry against Christianity why because we had communion and they, they, they accused Christianity as being cannibals. And the world turned on them and was against them. And they suffered persecution. Let me tell you, the view and the outlook of the world of Christianity today is not a very sweet look and fine look. Because the thing is this, the world is acting as though they cannot stand conservatism. But what they really they can't stand is the word of God. They can't believe in the, the rightful living, pure living, right living according to the word of God. So the world screams against the true belief and foundational truth of the word of God. And if you're going to stand for the word of God and you're going to live a life according to the word of God, you are not going to be that attractive. So what am I to tell you? It's crisis. It's how you handle it is what's going to be the outcome. But you can come out of this better than ever before. I'm telling you, there's something in the struggle. There's something in the struggle. When God's people struggle, then the heavens are open. God does something powerful in the struggle. Are you willing to get into the struggle of letting your light shine and sharing the witness of Jesus Christ? When the world's talking hate, we're going to talk love and understanding and compassion. Are you ready for that? But I want you to know in the struggle, it's going to come heaven. Heaven's going to open up and going to bless his people. God is going to move in a mighty way to those who want him to transform them in the place of crisis so we're going to have our crisis Jacob is a great example of it he's following God have you ever chosen God to follow after what the Lord's told you to do and all of a sudden you run into this stuff well God I don't understand it I gave my heart to you. I became a Christian. Why now all this hardship? It's like when I first chose you as my Savior. The whole world has come against me. You ever heard that before? It's because you have entered into a crisis. But you will discover a God that will take you through every crisis. Every one of them. People say, I don't understand it. God, God blesses me, then all of a sudden, all of hell breaks loose and things happen. I don't understand. It's not fair. Shouldn't it just be nice and, and calm? No, no. You know what our remedy is, our solution is? Is to get more of heaven. To get more of heaven, because God's saying my abundance is beyond what you're ever able to comprehend or understand or even to receive. So therefore, if there is crisis, then there, it, there is more heaven to receive. 
Oh, oh, that's right. I just thought of something. Heaven is not here. We haven't gone to heaven. So therefore, heaven is not relevant. I want you to know heaven is relevant right now. It's not until when we finally we give up the ghost and we make it into heaven and heaven suddenly becomes a destination or a focal point or an important place. Heaven is an important place right now. Guess where your prayers are going? Guess where your king is sitting? Guess where the commands and instructions are given from? Where's that place? Heaven is relevant now and today and Jesus came to bring heaven here on earth and the kingdom of God to burst forth and to break through and begin to make a difference and to create a crisis. <laughs> really, I mean, it's what he did. Jesus came and he messed things up. That's like when you accepted him as Lord, it kind of messed up your life. But for the good way. For the good way. Can I get an amen out of that? Hallelujah. So here, Jacob was on his way, and the angels of God met him. When Jacob saw them, he said, This is God's camp. And he called the name of the place Mahanaram, meaning two places. Another translation says, meaning a campground. So here is Jacob, he's traveling to the place God wants him to go. And what happens? He ran into some angels. He was met by some angels. Now this is very important because angels were very much a part of Jacob's life. It was at when he first had an encounter with God, he saw angels ascending and descending from heaven. And he called the place the house of God, Bethel, there. And then God told him the promise that was promised to him. And he received it. And he saw angels as they were ascending and descending. And here he's running into angels among all this, here he is. He keeps running in the crisis, in the crisis situation. But there are angels in a camp there. He says, we got our camp, and then they got their camp. And so we got a campground going here. We got something going. I, I don't understand campers. I got to tell you, I really don't understand them. Please, if you are one, that's wonderful, good. I'm not telling you that you should not have a camper or whatever. But for me, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just can't. I don't think I could do that. Because getting away next to someone else's camper is not really getting away to me. You understand what I'm saying? I'll open the door and there's a person just 10 feet away opening their door. Howdy, neighbor. It's like, and then you look through the door. TMI, you know, too much information there. And, 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 and people gather, and they'll gather at one fire. Some people like that. I really am a people person to a certain degree. To a degree, I am a people person. I love people. I pastor people, and I love people. But camping is just not for me. It's like, you know, hanging out there. And, you know, there's no, doesn't seem at time in some campgrounds any privacy, you know? It's like, you know, you just can't go anywhere unless someone's talking to you. And really, when I get away, I want to get away. And please, no one talk to me, you know? But campgrounds people gather. So it's wonderful. Good to you. All power to you. If you get rest and relaxation out of that mess net camper 
putting up the posts, stabilizing it, getting it all ready, getting all that work. Because I seen one guy, I went camping with him, and all the work he had to do with that camper, I thought, my Lord, this is vacation. If I go camping, I go camping to the Holiday Inn, okay? You know, somebody's going to make my bed and take care of things. I can leave and go wherever I want, come back, and magically it's all cleaned up. And fire, I don't need fire. I'll just go to the local rib place, get my barbecue, and sit around eating. Now, listen, I'm trying to be funny. Some of you look at me like, oh, my gosh. And you on social media, I'm not against camping. It's all good, but it's just not for me. It's just, it's not for me. But there's something about that environment of camping. There's a connection. It can be unless you're in some remote area. And here Jacob has his camp. And then over there is another camp. It's a camp of angels. They don't say a word. I'll tell you what, an angel come in this room, he really wouldn't have to say anything. He just has to show up and everybody see him. Then there's something, somebody's going, somebody, somebody's a shouter in the house. Glory to God! Then some people be scared to death or run out the door if they saw an angel walking through this room. But let me tell you, we may not be able to see with our naked eye. But heaven has everything to do with what's going on right now. And heaven is busy. Heaven, heaven is not busy because trying to fight off all the attacks of the enemy and demonic forces coming against heaven, shooting unholy cannons like it's a, uh, what's that, uh, I'm trying to think of it, uh, what's that one movie that's constantly, constantly a series? It was, uh, you know, Trent, what is that movie called, that series? You know, the one that you like, the, and I've watched it, what? Lord of the Rings. Uh, that's a good movie too. And now some people going up. So, I mean, Tolkien was a great author, and and he also was a Christian man. But the fact is, it's not like Lord of the Rings going on. They're trying to protect the ring, keep the kingdom. Nothing happened. Where is Gandar? We need Gandar to show up. It's not that. It's not like catapults hitting the walls of the great city and the place of God. That's not the busyness. That's nothing. They ain't happening, and it never will happen, my friend. Never will. Never will because of angels, because of God's power and glory. There's not crisis in heaven. There's crisis down here. In heaven is the source. In heaven is the answer. In heaven is the power that will come down and will handle our crisis. In heaven, there's an innumerable host of angels. You know why heaven's busy? They're looking at us and they're moving about and they're taking care of you and I. That's the busyness of heaven. Because God says you're not a number, you belong to me. You are not a number on some statistician chart, but you are my son and my daughter and I'm going to take care of you. You are not a number to be counted. You belong to me and heaven is busy. Doing great things for the people of God. Angels, even though we don't see angels, I believe they're everywhere. I believe in this time of fear, uncertainty. If God's people, we begin to reach up and reach out to heaven, I believe it's also a season of supernatural revealing of God. 
that God will allow his people begin to see heavenly things and glorious things. That God's people, we look around, if we were to look in this room right now, though I do not want to scare the children, but this room probably is filled with angels because heaven is very much involved with us and what's going on down here. And so when we face a crisis, it's not a crisis for God, but God's love is poured out upon us and God takes care of us and he has his heavenly host. We feel as though it's just us trying to hold on to God, trying to hold on our faith. We've made everything on this planet and this world uh, being the singular thing we concentrate about, but I believe we need to get a little bit more heavenly minded because that's not only our final destination, it is the resource God has given to the people here on earth on whom he has redeemed. It is not just the final resting place, it is the resource resource place all of heaven's army will come and take care of you hallelujah hallelujah America became an independent nation declared independence against Great Britain because they began to sense that they no longer were really true subjects and citizens of England anymore they felt disenfranchised and separated so they made a declaration of independence and decided that they were going to be, we were going to be a nation on our own and have our independence that way. And God would help us as a nation. But you and I, if we feel disenfranchised from heaven, we've walked away from where God wants us to be. If we feel disconnected from the glory of God and the presence of God and of heaven, then we are laying down or maybe perhaps compromising our citizenship that is in heaven because we are citizens of heaven. God will take care of us. I pray for our nation. I pray for our president. How many here is praying for our country and our nation? I love America. I give my life for America but I want you to know I have found in recent days that my citizenship in heaven is far more crucial and important than citizenship anywhere else. Why? Because governments can fail and people are liars and people are deceivers but we have one who sits on the throne who is a righteous judge and righteous king and that is our citizenship is in heaven now our citizenship in heaven makes us a better citizen here on earth and those who are acting like kind of crazy right now I pray for them that maybe they have not lost their citizenship in heaven Jacob he sees the angels and he says this, this is God's camp let's go camp I mean there's the angels and there he sees heaven let me tell you angels are very much apart very much apart you know he had all the crisis that he dealt with crisis when he was fleeing from Esau he has to work 14 years to get his wife that he wants and then he has to flee from his father-in-law. Then he's on the run. Now he has to go face to face with Esau, whom he took the birthright from, and the blessing. And now here he's got to deal with them. However, in the face of the crisis, the angels of God met him. The angels of God met him there. These divine messengers 
are there with Jacob, but they don't say a word. They are just there. I'm telling you, we see God and we know God's there. Even if we don't hear anything, we have a confidence knowing that it's going to be all right. That everything's going to be all right. We cannot see God. We cannot hear God at times. But we know that we know that he is there for us. That he is always with us. Jacob knows that God is there with him for he says in, in the King James Version the same words he says this is God's host literally God's camp he knows that God is right there beside him do you know God's right beside you do you know that God is with you he hasn't forsaken you just as he was at Bethel Jacob knows that he is in the presence of almighty God and that God was assuring him it's gonna be all right do you know it's going to be all right uh, do you know that you're going to get through every crisis in your life if god is god of your life if jesus is lord of your life then he's right beside you he said i'll never leave you nor forsake you i'll go with you even to the end of the age i am with you and the last time i've seen it whenever jesus was in any equation there was always victory there was never defeat Defeat is never a part of God's uh, 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 modus operandi. God never fails. God never lets down. God doesn't give up on us. And God will be with us during this pandemic and this crisis and through it all and to anything else that may come against us because greater is he that is within me than he that is in the world. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. Nothing. I believe this might be a four-week series. I keep trying to get to his prayer, and I just can't get there. Blame it on the angels. Blame it on the angels. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The angels. Most of the references of holy angels in scripture refer to their ministries, which are broad. Holy angels are present at creation, at the giving of the law, the birth of Christ. And even when Jesus was being arrested in Matthew 26 and 53, while he was being arrested, Peter got mad. He said, I'm going to fight fire with fire. And the Lord doesn't operate that away. He does not fight fire with fire. Don't let those in the world draw you into a political warfare. The Bible says, Paul tells Timothy to fight the good fight of faith. Don't be drawn into it. It's okay to stand for what you believe in. But don't start fighting about it. I even tell you that about the Word of God. Don't argue over the Bible. You just don't agree. That's okay. That's okay. But the world would want you to take one of those soldier swords and cut the ear off of that soldier. No way are they going to get away with this. Jesus stops. He takes the ear, places it upon the soldier's face, and heals him right there. He said, he that lives by the sword shall die by the sword. Then he also says this. He said, don't you know I could have called 12 legions of angels to come at my beck and call and they would have come. 
A legion of angels. A legion is 6,000. So 6 times 12. That many angels. Thousands would have came. And it's just his little beck and call. But he went on to do the work. So you and I can deal with the crisis. That we through every crisis. will get through every crisis. We long for the day. When things might be normal. But maybe the normal back then is not the normal God wants in the future. Maybe he's wanting us to be different. Maybe he's wanting us to be as Jacob. And having to pray. Then messing up. Then God wrestling with him. Till finally he's changed and transformed. God's got a plan with you. How many here feel like God's got you? He's got you. Oh yeah, he's not going to drop you. It doesn't fumble. He's not going to miss a good pass like they do in the Bengals. He's not going to drop the ball. He's not going to drop you. You're going to make it through the crisis. All right. So it's okay to say the word crisis. Because we have dozens of them in our life. Some of you could name off crisis that you've been through. But it's changed you. And much of it for the better. You've gotten wiser and smarter. and You thought even in the wrong decisions. You said, I'll never do that again. And we learn. I want to tell to all the families and the parents of today, God's got this. He's got you. He's going to take care of you. He's going to take care of you. Because I've realized, Calvin, that my perception of my age is different from the perception of a younger generation. But my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. I'm a walking testimony of it. We've been through crisis. And God's going to take us through this. So don't be afraid. Hey, I believe there's angels walking in this room. Hey, I know that the presence of the Lord is here. And because of that, it's okay and it's going to be okay. God be for us. Who can be against us? And God is for you. I want to pray for you that God minister to you in your home. That every feeling of fear and uncertainty will leave. And faith rise up in you. I want you to know heaven is very busy. Heaven is on call for you. And God's doing something great and glorious. Oh yes, He is. He is. Hallelujah. I believe with all my heart as we in the struggle are praying. The Holy Spirit's going to move. God's going to move and He's going to show you the glorious why I won't be surprised in the least bit during the struggle some of you are going to see angels you're going to see God working in the midst the Lord will reveal and he is revealing himself oh you do you think the bad news is going to take over no could be so with someone on this planet but certainly not the one that sits on the throne in heaven. See, heaven is very relevant for now. For now, heaven is on your side. He's on your side. He's on your side. <laughs> He's on your side. Would you stand with me?
when heaven opened up for Jacob, Jacob received a promise from God, a blessing from God. In the crisis, the blessings kept on coming in. That's the children of God. During crisis, the blessings are not hampered. They keep coming in. They do. They don't stop. I'm going to pray that the Lord bless you, your home, your family, and the Holy Spirit just take over your living room, take over your bedrooms, and even take over your bathroom. Whatever room you walk in your house, you're going to sense to know that God is with you. Wherever you go, the Lord is with you. And there's a camp of angels, and it camps around God's people. They're watching after you. I feel privileged. As a matter of fact, I'm feeling pretty good. Because heaven is on your side. 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 He keeps blessing me. He keeps blessing you. Just believe it right now. In the name of the Lord, stretch your right hand forward. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord's face shine down upon you. Come on. Go forth from this place. Don't make us sing it in a minute. Knowing and remembering who your God is. He will provide for you. He will protect you. He will touch you. He will prosper you. Hallelujah. He sits on the throne and he reigns forevermore. He loves to give good gifts to his children. This is your God. This is our God. Be blessed in the Lord. Leave this place. In faith, in faith believing, leave this place. Look up to the sky for your redemption trial of nigh. Look up to the sky and know that God from heaven is moving in your life. Oh, he who never fails, he who never forgets, he who never changes, he who never loses power, he who has no beginning, he who has no end. He is your God. He is your God. Glory. He is your God. Be blessed in the Lord. Hallelujah. I love you. Go on. You gotta leave. You can leave a greet. If you would, do some of the connection outside and open air more. God bless you. I love you. Thank you for being here. The Lord is good. And he's good. He's good. I know those two angels, you name them, surely goodness and mercy. Goodness and mercy. Call me all the days of my life. Hallelujah. God bless you all. I love you. All goodness power is mine.